Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Gang's all here tonight. Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, stoic as ever with a Pixies t-shirt on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. Low we got a ridiculously huge show tonight. I don't know if we're going to be able to fit it all in two hours. Uh, Sanjay's off. Alex Williams is going to join us in just a second with Would You Rather. He's filling in for one little guy for another little guy. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. I want to talk about food delivery services and what the heck you folks are ordering out there from food delivery sources. I, I, services. I don't know what. People are crazy. What do you mean? But you, you order lots you, from. But I order good things. You should see what people are ordering. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, like awful, what are you doing kind of things. We'll talk about that in a second. First off, um, thanks again to all the listeners yesterday. We had uh, uh, Jerry on yesterday um, talking about uh, his his wife and daughter who uh, uh, got hit by the MARTA train and all that. And um, we've raised, gosh, Deb, I got to go to the, uh, I think it's over $60,000 now. Yeah, the last time I looked, it was. $60,000 on the GoFundMe page uh, for the Wenzel family uh, for Katie and Sue. Let's see, $60,705. So Atlanta really coming up big for this family that is going through it in an amazing tragedy. I talked to Jerry after the show last night. He'll be down on Friday with a couple of the of his sons. And um, I'm happy to say that, uh, well, he's, gonna, he's planning on being here for at least two weeks. His uh, hotels are taken care of for two weeks. He might have to stay longer. After that, we might have to step up again and get him some more hotel rooms. But uh, great peace of mind for Jerry and his family that they've got their hostel, hotel stay taken care of for the next two weeks. Keep the donations coming if you can. If you can donate, if you can afford it, uh, the link's on wsbradio.com or my uh, Twitter and, and Facebook pages. But uh, already $60,000 showing this family from Milwaukee the love that uh, Atlanta has because just what an awful, awful story. Uh, we're going to talk to someone in Hawaii, not a reporter, a friend of mine from high school who made the dumb decision to go to vacation in Hawaii as a hurricane's barreling down. Probably was cheaper. No, I think he booked months ago. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. They don't give you a discount rate. Once <laughs> no. a, once a like sometimes on cruises they'll give you yeah. cheap rates if like during hurricane season. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm pretty sure he booked this months ago. So okay. we'll get a live update from Hawaii. Um, and he's from Torrington, so he'll give us an update on uh, John Falop, not Gus Falop. <laughs> not Gus Falop. I'm going to ask him. He has no idea I'm going to ask him about the John Falop, too, so I want to hear what he has to say about this <laughs> anyway. Uh, but uh, to kick off the show, because he's got to get home, he's got an angry fiancé that wants to uh, eat dinner. Let's do uh, Alex Williams in for little Sanjay with Would You Rather. It's time. Yeah. 
for Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He is Little Sanjay, who has the work ethic of, I don't know, a toddler. He's off tonight. So Alex Williams is going to step up. Does If he does well, this could be a semi-permanent slot because I like Alex Williams. He's in studio and uh, he's reliable. He's right. He's yeah. a traffic guy. He's got to be. Yeah, exactly right. Every six minutes, he'll he'll tell you bad news. So that's <laughs> that's why we love him. So um, Alex is going to ask us questions. We're going to try to answer them. Please feel free to play along in your car. No pressure, little guy. This is you know this is a spot start for you. That's fine. This, I uh, starts start kind of slow, and then we'll get into the better you're, ones. You're Tuki Toussaint. We just called you up from Miners. We called you up from AAA. Make it one star. We'll see how you do. And we're all counting on you. Yeah, we're all counting. Don't mess up. All right, first question. All right, first one's not too bad. Would you rather be able to control your dreams or control your destiny? Destiny. But I actually remembered my dream yesterday. It was really weird. Yeah, I never remember mine. I never do either. I don't know if I want to say it on the air. No, I don't want to say it on the air. It wasn't bad or anything, but it was just weird. Yeah. And I woke up like... Do you ever remember your dreams and get mad that they're not real when you wake up? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, son of a gun. That was perfect. Yeah. Uh, so I'd rather control my own destiny. Absolutely. Yeah, control destiny. Yeah. As fun as it is to control your dreams when you realize that you're dreaming and you can do things you're not supposed to, I would much rather control yeah, my destiny. Yeah, absolutely. You wouldn't wind up on the Mark Aram show if you could have done that. No, <laughs> Longo. Uh, my destiny. All right. Good, good, good question out of the box. All right. Uh, next one. Would you rather be able to disappear or erase someone's memory? Like, what do you mean disappear? Give me an example. You go invisible? Um, or... Yeah, like say, some, or say, yeah, you can either go invisible or you're in a situation that's really awkward. You can just make yourself disappear so you're so, not there anymore. Like I dream of Genie, you just blank and you're yeah. somewhere else. So I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. The in laws knock on the door. I disappear. Yeah. And I'm all of a sudden at uh, SunTrust Park watching the Braves game. There you go. And or what was the other question? Someone's memory? Or uh, erase someone's memory. Say so maybe they. Have so a like memory in, that you don't want them to have of you, so you can just make that. So like gone. Men in Black, you get the low light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A little flashy thing. Like Trump with Cohen. He wants <laughs> yeah, he, he would totally erase his memory. Well done. Oh, that's a yeah, tough that's a one. Really Holy tough one. smokes. Uh, I'm going to disappear. I'm going to have the teleportation powers. Because I think that'll come in more handy. Not many times I want to erase someone's memory. I don't make that many faux pas that I'm like, oh, they better not see that. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the uh, the teleportation. Uh, Yeah, disappear. I think that's fine. Yeah. Chuck? If you asked me in my 20s, I would say erase people's memory, memories. Yeah. I'd erase a lot of memory. Yes. <laughs> but now yeah, I'll I'll disappear. Yeah. yeah. Chuck, change the diaper. Bam. <laughs> yeah, boop. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm you're out. at Home Depot all of a sudden. Uh, Longoria. <laughs> yeah, disappear. Yeah. Good. That was a I good one. I could have disappeared over the river. Exactly. It would have been a lot easier. To, yeah, it would have been a lot easier than swimming. You have to wade through that muddy water. Yeah. Um, all right, next question, little guy. Would you rather make a movie of your life before you were 21 or a movie of your life after the age of 21? Well, if I want a box office hit, <laughs> I'm going to go after 21 because yeah. more cool, fun, amazing stuff has happened before 21. I mean, after 21. Before 21, a lot of baseball, a lot of unattractive girls in Connecticut, nothing really <laughs> exciting. So I'm going to go after 21. I think my my life after 21 has been more exciting than yeah. before 21. As fun as college was, alternative <laughs> radio was way more fun. So yeah, post-21. Post-21. Chuck? Uh, that's. I would actually go... 
pre-21. Like the I, Montana did days. did a lot of stupid stuff that yeah. I think would play well on TV. Like, give me, give me, what's a scene of the the pre-21 low-T Chuck movie in Montana? What's going on? Oh. You and your dad mending fences? No, well, no. <laughs> my dad never mended any fences. I did mend a lot of fences, but dad didn't. No, just uh, a lot of stupid stuff out in the country. Yeah. You know. Drinking and Brandon, rides Brandon, and Brandon steer, and, yeah, breaking, breaking wild horses in. Yeah, trying to, trying to, I never broke any horses. Camping on the side of a mountain with a friend of yours. Listen, it's not broke back mountain. Stop it. <laughs> so you're going pre twenty one. I, I think I would. Right. Yeah, I think it would make a more that. interesting movie. They made a movie about that. It's called A River Runs Through It. It's fantastic. <laughs> Brad Pitt plays you. It, oh, I'm okay. Yeah, with yeah. That. I'll, I'll take that. That's what, whatever I think about how you grew up. I think about a river runs through it. <laughs> Like Chuck's dad was a preacher. They're fly fishing. <laughs> yeah, he's just out fishing every day. Fly fishing. Just getting in fights in the back alley next I, that, to the yeah, saloon. Tremendous amount of those in the back alleys of bars. Running moonshine. Yeah. Like that is, I totally think a river run through. That's pretty much what it was. That's how you do. All right, so that'd be a great movie. I loved a river run through. Uh, Longo, basically pre-America or post-America? Yeah, post-America. Yeah. Yeah. More interesting. By the way, I'm going to spoil this because I'm going to buy you, uh, I'm going to tell you what I'm getting you for Christmas. Okay. Uh, me or me and Chuck? Just you. Oh, okay. Chuck's getting something else. But this Whataburger oh. is now selling their ketchup in stores. Oh, yeah. They've been doing that for a long time. Oh, you knew that already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at HEBs, but we don't have HEBs, but you can still bring it. I mean, you can shop online. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to order it. So do you want that? Yeah. Okay. That'd be cool. <laughs> I thought it was I new like item. Yeah. Yeah. They also sell French fries. The French fries no, frozen. No, no. You're just getting condiments. Oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> <You're> just, <what laughs> is it? Come on. Is the ketchup really good there? That they oh, could... yeah. ketchup and mustard and how uh, about that spicy right. ketchup? Well, happy Merry Christmas. Thank you. Early. Nice. Uh, next <laughs> question, August. little guy. <laughs> uh, this one's a little weird, but I picked it anyway. Have a, would you rather have a Southern accent and live in New York, or have a New York accent and live in the South? Southern accent and live in New York. Really? Yeah. I'm going to explain why. So I, I told you this, I'm sure, before, but I'll, I'll recap it. So junior high school, um, this guy moved into uh, our town. I honestly don't know his name, but he came from Texas, and we just all called him Tex. Yeah. And he had the southern accent. He got any girl he wanted <laughs> simply because of that accent. Like, your accent's so cute. Oh, my God. That's actually funny. We had a guy from Texas in high school, and his nickname was Tex. He was from Texas. <laughs> yeah. He had a really southern accent. Yeah. And he was a big, Same fat guy. lineman guy, and he had girls, like hot girls with him all the time. Girls, I mean, he was a decent-looking dude, but not enough to the accent. Yeah. They loved it. And another thing, and I'm going to tell you this, if, if you have a southern accent and you live in New York, people are going to assume that you're slower mentally. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. And that could be used to an advantage. You know, people would think, oh, you're not as smart as you really are. Where I think of a, you know, a, a thick New York accent down here automatically gets rebuffed. Like, oh, what this is, guys. Yeah. So I think Southern accent in New York. I feel like there's two different types of Southern accents. So I'm, I'm going to say a New York accent. <laughs> really? Yeah. New York's accent, accent in the South. I'll, yeah, I'll take that. Okay. You sold me on the... Southern accent in New York. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with that. There are a lot of benefits to it, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Remember, like George Costanza, remember yes. he tended to be the uh, <laughs> the tourist in New York, and that yeah. that attractive girl, you know, he's wearing all those goofy clothes. <laughs> and supervisor. <laughs> exactly. And supervisor. <laughs> Purdue chicken. Uh, next question, little guy. That was a good one. Did you ask Longoria? Oh, yeah, Longoria, I'm sorry. Yeah, Southern accent in New York. Okay. All right, next one. Um, would you rather be intelligent but have zero common sense or have common sense but not be intelligent? Common sense. Uh, more use for that day-to-day than, than my Mensa-level IQ. 
Yeah, I think I am have common sense with no intelligence. So I'll stay that way. <laughs> so I was going to say the same thing. I think I already fall in the category of low intelligence, but some common sense. So I'll stick with that. Yeah, it's basically like sense. street smarts or book smarts. Right. Yeah, street I'd... smarts. Book smarts are good to have. Right. Street smarts will serve you better in the long run. Yes. I think. Uh, you got one more. Uh, I got two more. You All want right. a really good one? Yeah, go, no, go the, you both, do of both of them. Just do it All quick. right, next one. Get promoted and be hated by everyone or never get promoted and be loved by everyone. Promoted and hated. Promoted and hated. Promoted and hated. Promoted and hated. All right, last question. <laughs> All right, next one. Would you rather see your friend's mom naked or be naked in front of your friend's mom? Which friend? Yeah, that's the question. Do I get to pick the friend? You get to pick, yeah. Mm, sure. <laughs> Well, all my mo- friends' moms are like 70 now. Jesus. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to think of someone in particular. <laughs> someone that has a hot mom? No, just I, I need... I need uh, Deb, you answer first. I got to pick I someone. I feel like it's not uncommon for girls to get undressed together, so it... It, uh, yeah, I can be naked in front of my friends. Oh, change no his dad deal. for her, right? Yeah, it's for her, be it's got to be, yeah, oh, be dad. For dad, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have seen my friend's dad's naked, yeah. What? <laughs> sure can we stop and tell that, that story? Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that after the break. What do you got, Chuck? I, I, would, I have a specific friend. I would much rather see his mother naked. See his mother naked? Yes. Yeah, see a mom naked or someone else's mom naked. Yeah, I'm going to do that. No one wants to see what I got going on. <laughs> um, good job, little guy. Golf clap for little guy. Those were good, good questions. Um, follow Alex Williams on uh, social media. Where can we find you? Uh, Twitter at Alex Williams 242 and on Instagram at A underscore Will 24. All right. Well done, little guy. We come back. Deb's going to tell us uh, how she saw her friend's dad naked. That's coming up next. 404 872 This is Throwback Thursday. Listen to Leonard Skinner. Rest in peace to their uh, guitar player. Guitar player. Yeah. All right. It's the Mark Aram Show. We'll be right back. Don't forget the uh, GoFundMe link for the Wenzel family is up on my Twitter account, at Mark Aram, and Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Before we uh, continue the show, Deb Green, in a uh, in a very uh, PG-13 way, <laughs> describe right. how you saw your friend's dad uh, in the buff. It's really kind of an anticlimactic story, really. You know, girls spend the night at each other's houses yes. all the time and makeup, dance, whatever. Yeah. And uh, my friend Jenny's father, I guess, just got up in the middle of the night not wearing anything, came into the uh, living room, and he really just stared at us for a couple of minutes, and then he realized, and he turned around. But How old are you? A couple of minutes? Like, <laughs> a I think he was, he was I sleeping. I about I four mean, seconds to figure out and stand naked. I think he was still half asleep and didn't realize like we were all in the living room. Um, how old was I? Yeah. Probably like 11 or something like that, yeah. Wow, that's nice. It's gross. Was yeah. your friend all embarrassed? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah I, my I, dad was not much My dad that. used to embarrass me um, for summer, you ever see the Goldbergs? Yeah. yeah. So the guy comes home and takes, takes his off his clothes. That's my dad. Every day he'd come come home and just take off his clothes. Like not everything. No, but just just take his da- pants off and yeah. Yeah. And I'd I'd have friends over. I'd be like, Dad, what what's going on? It put- must be an old guy thing because we always had to tell my dad to put pants on because I had friends coming over and he would yeah. be so annoyed because he wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Until me or my mom harangued like. Gary, put some clothes on. Maybe it was a, a different generation. I guess. I can't Just... wait till I get to that point. Archib- <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. Archibald, if you're listening, what? Why do older dudes not put on pants? Why? Just come home immediately, take them off. Yeah, I'll take my slacks off, but I'm going to put shorts on or something. Sure, something else on. Yeah, I'm not an animal. Just go down to your undies and 
watch I, TV. Oh, I used to drive me crazy. Like, Dad, <laughs> come on. I got I'm, I got friends over. Put something on. Dad bodies are not not great to look yeah, at. Yeah, they never have been. Um, all right, when we come back, we're going to check in on uh, what's going on in Hawaii, plus your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Throwback Thursday, listening to Skinner on The Mark Aram Show. Common defense, promote the general welfare, and, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Welcome back to the show. 737-23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. with Deb Loti and Longoria. Johnny Kilbasa will join us in exactly one hour with a fast food review. Quick update on the GoFundMe fundraiser for the Wenzel family. Uh, Sue and Katie recovering, hopefully well, in, uh, in Grady. Um, the goal now, well, I don't know what the goal is, but they've raised $61,000. The original goal is $5,000. Atlanta, you've stepped up. WSB listeners, you've stepped up as you always do. $61,000. Talked to Jerry last night and today. Uh, he squared away for a hotel for two weeks. He's going to be here at least two weeks in Atlanta with his uh, wife and daughter. So uh, he doesn't have to worry about paying for that. But if he has to stay longer, we might have to step up again and get him uh, some more hotel rooms. So good job on that. I want to... Uh, Talk about the Hurricane Lane. Have you heard about Hurricane Lane, Deb? Of course. Yeah, it's this huge hurricane that uh, is is approaching Hawaii. Poor Hawaii. They've been dealing with the the volcanoes, Longoria, all the lava coming down and destroying houses. We have and, a friend that has a house out there. I don't know if it's going to get hit or not. Why don't you give him a, a call? That's what I did. I called my friend. Oh. Well, she doesn't live there. Who's out there. They're uh, just trying to sell the house. Yeah. Eric John, my oldest friend. In the world joins us live from Hawaii right now. How you doing, EJ? Good. How are you, Mark? So Hurricane Lane. Why, first off, you live in North Carolina. Why are you, why are you in Hawaii right now with Hurricane Lane? What what happened there? What was the the timeline? Well, uh, yeah, my wife and I we planned this vacation. I don't know six months or so ago, and um, you know, kind of some well needed, much much needed R and R, and um, we left on Tuesday. And honestly, I didn't have any idea that this that there was even a risk of a hurricane. I, my my wife was asking me today. She's like, "How come we don't have your travel umbrella? You always pack that." And I was like, "Oh, because we're going to Hawaii." I'm like, "What do I need a umbrella <laughs> for lava? For? You needed it for lava, yeah, maybe." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got here Tuesday, and we're in we're on the island of Maui, and there's a Costco right near the right near the airport. So it's like convenient to sort of provision up for your, like, you know, cause stuff is so expensive here. You got to like get a deal where you can. Sure. Yeah. And so three o'clock on Tuesday afternoon, the Costco was like, you know, Saturday morning before Christmas, the parking lot was just, and we're like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. 
And we didn't even realize that there was a hurricane risk until we got to the hotel and there was like a sign on the, you know, like a placard up in the lobby as we were checking in. Like, oh, that's why there's this, um, this, uh, that's why Costco is such a zoo. What, what, uh, what is the hotel a ghost town? I mean, are, are people uh, fleeing? What, like, what's the, the scene on the ground there in, in Hawaii right now? Well, I mean, in this part of Maui, it's like mostly resorts and I think vacation homes. So I think the strategy is really to shelter in place. And right now it kind of feels like the calm before the storm. It's mm-hmm. it's not even raining out. I just got back from lunch and, you know, the little plaza near the, near the resort, it's about 50% open, but there are lots of people out. Um, and I think everyone is just kind of like, pre-cabin fever waiting for something to happen and um you know of course we all have the we all have cable news and the weather channel and stuff and um you know seeing a lot of potentially uh dramatic outcomes how how long how long are you supposed to stay there ej um well we got about two and a half more weeks to go oh my god like a 19 night a 19 night trip yeah wow so there's no i mean wow so that you, any talk, did your wife say, hey, let's flop a, uh, f- get on a flight to L.A. and get the heck out of here or anything like that? No discussion of that? No, none at all. I mean, it, at this point, it's kind of like there's nothing we can, we're, we're determined to to ride it out and, um, you know, make the best of it. I'm assuming you, you're in a, in a nice hotel in Maui? Yeah, I'm in one of the resorts here. Yeah. Um, we're oceanfront, but I mean... Uh, you know, the geography of the island is you have, like, pretty steep grades coming up. So I'm looking at the Pacific right now, but, you know, if we went to the other side of the hotel, we'd probably be a couple hundred feet above the water line. So I feel, you know, reasonably safe. It seems to me that this is, like, you know, hurricanes on the East Coast, we get them all the time. Um, Florida, Georgia, all the way up the East Coast to to, uh, our home state of Connecticut. I don't recall many pacific hurricanes that seems like to be an oddity to me uh, yeah i i have the same view and um you know that's probably why i didn't pack my umbrella <laughs> eric john joining us in the middle of a three-week sabbatical on the on uh, hawaii uh what are you gonna do for three weeks ej are you gonna like just island hop or are you gonna go to the big island what are you gonna do uh well we got about a week and a half here and then a week and a half in Kauai. yeah uh, um, so we're just taking it easy. I mean, the kind of the sad part is we can't really do any, I mean, most of the activities here are like outdoor sure, activities. Yeah. And, um, we, lunch, we're like Googling what best rain day activities in Maui. And it was like, go to the movies, yeah. stay in bed. Bowling I mean, alley. There like there weren't that many options of things to do. Um, a lot of room service, maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, there, this yeah. is supposed to all blow over by when? Are they saying when when the sun's going to come out again? Um, actually, that's probably the the least clear. I think tomorrow is going to be a washout for sure, and then Friday is kind of questionable. I think it depends sort of when it starts to turn west, which is whatever, which is what the the weather service is anticipating. And I'm not sure if that happens, you know, like overnight between Thursday Friday yeah. or overnight between. Friday, Saturday. All right. Eric John joining us from uh, Maui in Hawaii, uh, Hurricane Lane bearing down on uh, the chain of islands there in the Pacific. All right, let's get to more pressing matters, Eric. I'm going to say a name, 
and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say this name. You ready? I love this game. Go All ahead. Right. John Falop. Uh, the Red Sox. <laughs> keep, keep going. Tell, tell us about John Falop. Oh, he was the coach of the Little League Red Sox, I think, uh, when we were when we were growing up. All right, when we were growing and, up, yeah. EJ, well, well, finish your thought. Keep going. Give me more info on what you remember of John Falop. Well, I remember he. I mean, at the time, he he seemed really old. I'm I'm. My recollection was that he was like the oldest of like the little league coaches, and yeah. you know, most of the little league coaches are like your you know your dad or your dad's age, yeah. and he was more like your grandfather's age. Yeah. Anything else that you recall of John Falop? Physically, anything? No, no that's about that's about, about it. it. All right. Yeah. So John John Falop came up, came up on the show last night, um, and I actually mistakenly called him Gus Falop because I got him and Gus Lucia confused. But <laughs> but it, you remember Gus Lucia also, right? <laughs> I remember the name. I can't put a I, I can put a face to yeah. John Falop, but I can't, <laughs> can't put one to Gus Lucia. <laughs> All right. So how old? When we're in Little League, so that'd be like eighty four, eighty five, right? That would have been our, our Steve Blass League, Little League era. Yeah. How old do you think John Falop was when he was coaching the Red Sox in 1984, 1985? I mean, my perception is he would have been like 70, but I'm guessing that that he wasn't. He was, you know, I don't. I, so I'll, I'll say 70. Yeah, I, that's what I guessed. Over 70, I thought he was like 55. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. yeah, that is. He passed on, by the way, in 1995. Uh, my producer, Deb Green, found out. He was the 1971 Torrington Italian-American of the Year. He worked 42 years okay. at the uh, Seymour Turner Construction Company. Um, lived a full life. Um, but, uh, yeah, he passed on in 95. The reason I, oh, here's the reason I brought him up. Did, did you ever hear the uh, Gata John Flop air conditioning story? No. All right, so no. Gata played on the Red Sox, right? And John Flop was the coach of the Red Sox, as you mentioned. And he needed a ride home one one night after practice. And he asked Gata's dad to give him a ride home. And John Flop got in the car, and Gata's dad had the air conditioning turned on. And John Flop didn't know what air conditioning was. He was like, oh, my God, what is this? This is nice. <laughs> wow, that's that's fantastic. That yeah. is a very uh, Torringtonian story <laughs> exactly. from the from the '80s, I would say. Yeah, just trying to just trying to take your mind off the uh, impending doom that's heading your way in Maui. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad. A, I'm glad you're safe. B, I'm glad you can take a three week vacation. That's kind of awesome. And uh, most importantly, I'm glad you remember John Falop, and uh, you could recall. I do recall he had dental issues as well. There weren't. He didn't have. <laughs> do you remember that, EJ? I, yeah, I knew there was some feature about him yeah. along those lines. So yeah. yeah, I can I can believe that. All right. Well, listen. Um, the best to you and and your wife. Text me updates. Let me know you're safe, and uh, and and be careful. Don't do anything stupid out there, EJ. All right. All right, buddy. Thanks, be, Mark. Take care. Good. All right. EJ's a low key dude. He sounds low key. Very. <laughs> he's a little mellow. Very. He's a smart. He was the smartest guy in school. Well, obviously, he's taking three-week vacations. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's smart he at something. something right. yeah. He, he yeah. went to uh, Rensselaer, Rensselaer Polytechnical uh, RPI, it's called, in upstate New York. It's like an engineering school. And then he got his master's at Duke, and he's like a big wig in the, the energy business now. Nice. Mm. 
I don't know what exactly. Well, it's he made like, better life choices than us. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I think he had better options than us. Because like, <laughs> he was smarter. Yeah, no Because we all went for common sense and we didn't yeah, go for book smarts. Exactly. And we're all sitting here. We weren't getting offered scholarships to engineering yeah, schools. Okay. Um, but he's a good, he was, he was my, he's my oldest friend. We lived uh, about a mile away from each other. Like you've been up. friends the longest? Correct. Okay. Yeah. No, he was 40 when I was <laughs> yeah, six. I, was like, I, wasn't, I, I thought that's what you meant. It was but a weird relationship. No, he was, he was, I've been friends with him the longest. Um, and we used to, uh, yeah, it was good times. And he grew up. I'm going to screw this story up. Deb can fact check me on this. So he lived on this road called Burr Mountain Road, which led up to Burr Pond, which was a nice little pond or whatever. And across the street from him was the first factory that ever made condensed milk, powdered milk, pasteurized milk, something. It was like some historic site because there was a stream that came down from the pond that ran down the mountain. Sure. It was across from his house. He lived in an old, like, 1700s house. And I think it was uh, in Burville, Connecticut. First company, the first factory that made some sort of milk. Homogenized? I don't know what the hell. (laughs) Deb will find out. (laughs) Something to do with milk. All right, so there's a, a live update from Hawaii. Uh, your call's next. Throwback Thursday. We're listening to Leonard Skinner. Why is that, Longo? Because uh, the guitar player passed away yesterday. Yeah, rest in peace. Did you ever see Skinner in a concert, Deb? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chuck? Yeah? Longo? Mm-mm. I mean, you know. All right, rest in peace. Skinner on a Throwback Thursday. It's the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 754, 77 degrees on Peachtree Street. Skinner tonight on Throwback Thursday. What was the gentleman's name that passed away? Ed King. Ed King. Yeah. Yeah. Not part of the plane crash. No, no. Never saw Skinner play. Not really. Well, the the rest of the band will be here on the first. I grew up with their music. I I listened to them as uh, as a youngster. Yell Freebird when you go to shows. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, good stuff. Good stuff right there. All right, let's get to the phones. Uh, Talmadge joins us in Lilburn. Talmadge, welcome to the program. Hello. How Hello. you doing? What's going on, Talmadge? Love your show. Okay. I was five to seven years old. I was in the den, and I know my dad was walking around naked. Well, I was, you know, when you're five or seven, you don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Your Transformers and your G.I. Joes and the Hot Wheels. Well, I remember he walked in the kitchen, and he was naked. And my mom said, get the bread out of the oven. Oh, well, no. Well, he went to open up the oven. And all I heard was, he went running down the hallway to the bathroom. Well, that night told me, well, he got a pretty good package. Uh, Oh, geez. All right. Well, thank you, Tal. It's different when you're four. Than when you're 14, <laughs> if your dad's walking around in the uh, in the in the tidy whities. 40. Um, Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. You had a, a famous dad, Russ. Did he did he walk around in his uh, in his tidy whities at the house? Mm, no, I don't remember that. All right, good. He was a classy individual. What's going on, Russ? You no, know, I was thinking. Well, you know why I like to date homeless girls? You can drop <laughs> them off anywhere. God bless. Oh my god. <laughs> Russ, I don't know whether to pat you on the back, pat you on the back, or call the authorities. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. She didn't like me. The one you called Jonah. Yes. Yeah, I, she said I'm too old. She's homeless. 
No, she's not homeless. She's right. a couple doors away from me. But so she is, so that's why it failed. You need you need the homeless women apparently. Dr- yeah. Drop them off anywhere. So <laughs> so no more with uh, with Jenna. Jenna's done. I don't know. She came over a minute ago and borrowed some ice cubes. Oh, that well, ice cubes. <laughs> that's <laughs> she's she's flirting, Russ. That no one needs ice cubes. She's flirting, Russ. We got to run. Uh, have a great weekend, my friend. You too, buddy. Love you, man. Um, <laughs> The great thing about dating homeless people is you can date and drop them off anywhere you want. Russ in Gainesville, ladies and gentlemen, an American classic. When we come back, why you weird people are ordering weird foods delivered to your house. It's the Mark Aram Show. This is Robert Wagner, and you're listening to that famous anti-dentite, Mark Aram. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good uh, Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 8.07, seven minutes after 8 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday. 7 to 9 p.m. on the Nifty 750. Deb Green produces the show. Longoria Stoic on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. Low T. Quick reminder, if you get a chance and you have the means, please donate to the GoFundMe page set up for the Wenzel family. Uh, the family uh, that you heard happen on Sunday, that the tragic story, the mom was pushed in front of a Marta train track. The daughter jumped down to save her life. Both are injured. Uh, and at Grady Hospital right now. Uh, the GoFundMe link is up on WSBRadio.com, I believe, as is the interview we had with the dad, Jerry, last night. Uh, pretty emotional interview with Jerry. He is on his way to Atlanta. We have his first two weeks of hotel rooms taken care of, uh, but if he has to stay longer, we might have to uh, set up some more stuff, so I'll keep you posted on that. And, uh, yeah, Johnny Kilboss will join us in 30 minutes. I want to discuss, uh, I guess I should get these calls first, right? Deb, you're the producer. I was going to look at Chuck. He doesn't know. Take sure. Calls. All sure, right, let's yeah. see what these people I want. No, I don't care. Bill's in Buford. <laughs> Bill, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Doing all right. Hey, uh, there's a difference between this Texas Southern draw and the Georgia Southern draw. Absolutely. And that fellow before Russ, yeah, he has that Southern that you don't want. That's that's you why he gets understand. all the homeless. He gets all the homeless women with that Southern draw of his. No, I meant the fellow before him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, there's a million different Southern accents. You got Louisiana accent. You mm-hmm. got the the Atlanta or North Georgia accents different than the Savannah accent. Charleston accent. Charleston. Then you got the weirdos in Florida. We don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, but I think listen, I've I've seen firsthand a Southern accent in the North can be an advantage. Women especially. Oh, hey, it's worked for me at time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you uh, you uh, oh uh, when my guys. Uh, first moved down when I first moved down here in '96 from New York, and my buddies would come down and visit. They'd be like, "Every girl sounds so cute with that accent," <laughs> like they loved it. So because it is, it's a. I mean, you look at the, you, you hear the Yankee accents, like well, you know, it's that gruff, like Yankee women. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're gonna you're gonna take me out to dinner. You know, it's, it's <laughs> that harsh thing. But then you get the Southern accent. It's like, hi, hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. They they say in in television and radio you should try to have an Ohio accent. 
What is an Midwestern Ohio? accent? Well, it's like a neutral. I guess Ohio is the most neutral accent there is. Mm. And if you're if you're trying to become a broadcaster, that's the accent you're looking for is the uh, is the Ohio one. I don't know. Johnny Cabas is from Ohio, so I don't know if I want to talk like him. Yeah. <laughs> Bo's up on the show. What's going on, Bo? Hey, Mark. I'm first-time caller. Thank you, buddy. Welcome aboard. Hey, I um, got a kind of a cool story about Ed King, the guitar player that died today. Uh, I'm a millennial, so there's my disclaimer. Okay. But uh, back in about 2015, so I was about 14, I would get on mus- musicians' websites, stuff like that, and I actually found Ed King's personal website. And uh, I found his personal email address, and I sent him an email. And he actually wrote back and forth for a little while before I finally said, hey, man, can I get you? Can I get an autograph of you? And uh, he actually sent me an autographed picture of him that I got hanging up in my house now that oh, I'm wow. married. And uh, it's hate, hate to see that because he's a super cool guy and, uh, you know, really made a teenager's day when I got that autographed picture from him. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. That was very nice of him to do that. that that's pretty cool. But, all right, keep up the work, man. Thanks, Bo. Rest in peace. Ed King, uh, Leonard Skinner tonight on Throwback Thursday. All right, let me get to the story, because if I don't, I'm going to be mad at myself. So, you know, I'm a fan of the the food delivery people. Yeah. Uber Eats is my number one. I DoorDash, Grubhub, whatever. Do you guys use those or no? Yeah, every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> when we're what do you lazy. think? I don't know. No. No, she you probably don't. Yeah, never mind. Chuck, do you guys ever use the food delivery services? He nods his head yes. So, what do you normally order, Longoria, when you order food delivery? Hooters. What do you get, though? Oh, uh, chicken sandwich, wings, yeah. uh, tater tots, all the good stuff. Yeah. That's what I know. I've ordered from Hooters before. My mom, my mother-in-law likes the fish there. The breaded wings. I like the breaded yeah. wings. They're really good. We get a whole bunch of stuff and just yeah. grub on it. That seems like a normal order. Yeah. You know, what you get there. Yeah. So, uh, Grubhub, which is one of the most popular food delivery um, places, apps, they released the uh, most popular foods ordered this summer across the United States okay. on their apps. And I was very interested in this because I order food a lot yeah, delivered yeah. to my house. Schedule-wise, I had to do it. So the 10th the most popular item ordered in the summer of uh, 2018 was a spicy chicken sandwich. Okay. I get that. Yeah. You, that's something you would order. Yeah, that's I, what I get at the at Hooters. Exactly. I wouldn't order the spicy, but I, I would order a chicken sandwich. Deb? I like chicken sandwich. Yeah. Number nine... This is this is where they start to lose me. A vegetable sandwich. Because what's the point? A veggie sandwich. Okay. I don't know. I don't that, even know what a veggie. Is that like just lettuce and bread? Yeah. What is? What is I a think it could encompass sandwich? a lot of things, like a portobello mushroom burger. I guess that would be a vegetable what, sandwich. It's a or, burger, though. Well, I don't know, Deb. When, when, a veggie. I don't know what a. Honestly, yeah, I've never I don't heard know. of a veggie sandwich. Actually, I do know what a veggie sandwich is because whenever I go to like um, Jersey Mike's or. Subway, and I ask people what they want. Jennifer Griffey's wants a veggie sandwich, so she wants all kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, she. But who's ordering that? Yeah, but that seems like Jennifer Griffey's stupid to order. Jen, by the way, if you're ever getting Jennifer a veggie sandwich, she wants everything except uh, jalapenos and onions, and no mayo. She wants spicy mustard. All right. So if you're ever picking up a veggie sandwich for Griffey's, so anyway, veggie sandwich, the ninth most popular item ordered. The eighth most popular order item ordered, according to Grubhub, this summer of 2018, chips and guacamole. What? That's it? Yeah. <laughs> Who's ordering chips and guacamole? You're going to pay more for the delivery than you're going to pay. Exactly. Yeah. That's a late night delivery when you've been doing something else. You, you think that's something to eat? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you think but that's you don't want to eat a whole pizza yes. so you figure you feel better with like, chips and guac? I'll order Mexican 
and I'll get you know right chips and guacamole. But that's I'm not calling up just for chips and guacamole. Yeah, that seems weird. And I'd much prefer queso to guacamole, by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like guacamole, but Yankee cheese dip. No, oh, yeah. Cheese dip is fantastic. So much better than ever did. Yeah, dip. it's exactly right. Thank you, Chuck. That's not true. They're not um, making it right. Number seven. <laughs> now, this is an item that I love to eat. But wouldn't order. But would not order food delivery. Mexican street corn. What? That's the seventh most popular item ordered, according to Grubhub. So you got to send some poor guy to a corner to get corn <laughs> you, from the Mexican? <laughs> you just got to go like, how's that? <laughs> Do you know, you know what Mexican street oh, corn I know is? What it, it's I know delicious. What it, yeah, it's it fantastic. I, I, what the hell is Mexican street you never heard, you never, corn? It's like uh, corn I mean, and cheese and spices, and gr- it's like roasted. It's it's fantastic. Never had it. No idea. What so good. It's like butter and mayonnaise yeah. and all kinds is of stuff. Is there mayo on it? Yeah, I think so, right? No. Not on mine. Yeah, no. well, and I don't see. I don't get mayo on mine either, but... It's ri- it's fantastic. It is very good. All right, okay, I'll try. I just but never heard it. It is before. good though. I can't imagine because that's a dish. There's some dishes you want right out of the kitchen. Yes. Like the Mexican street corn, you want right out of the kitchen. Yeah, you don't want it. You want it hot. Exactly. Sitting like fried in a clams. Bag. So the fried clams at uh, Cousins, whole belly fried clams, fantastic. Don't get them delivered because time you get them, it, you Cooled know, off, you want them exactly. You want them right hot. out of the fryer. Yeah. You, you, they get soggy. Anyway, so that's number seven. Number six, I get grilled chicken burrito. Oh, yeah. Number six. That's a common thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, grilled chicken burrito. Deb? Picked up a girl with yeah. half of a chicken burrito once. Did you? Was she homeless? No. <laughs> she was just really hungry, and she was hot, and she said, here, you want half of my chicken burrito? And Out of the blue, you asked her for it? We were, I was at a bar once, and we were at a Mexican place afterwards, yeah. and a friend of mine was like, there's always a chicken burrito. You don't even have to look at a, the board. Just yeah. order a chicken burrito. We did, and these girls were really hungry, and they hadn't got. Oh, their so food they said yet. that you were hung- they were hungry. Yeah, and I was like, "You, you just- want half a chicken burrito?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I go, "We well, got to come back to our room if you want it." She's you didn't like, just okay. walk up with a phallic burrito. No, and, I didn't like, do that. Hey, what do you think? No, it's she, in my pants. she had she had let me know she was interested in eating, so I was like, "Well, I got." I picked a up an Eastern European girl at Waffle House once. Really? Yeah. I promised she could call uh, <laughs> Czechoslovakia, or whatever, for my phone. Stop it! I promise. Yeah. <laughs> So this was the it was the Waffle House in Brookhaven. We were living in post Brookhaven, and these really attractive Eastern European girls were there. We're talking, and they're like, "Let's go out." And the guy and the, the girls like, "I gotta call my mother." You know, it's morning there now. I'm like, "Well, you just called from my house." She's like, "It's long distance." I'm like, "I don't care. It's all right." Meanwhile, I split the bill with four other roommates. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they help. Yeah. So all right, number five, poke bowls. Poke bowls, pokey. Poke. I don't know. Poke. What is that? It's uh like a raw. It's a Hawaiian dish actually. They're really good if you like fish. Okay. Um, so it's like cubed. Um, every time you say Hawaiian, I think of spam. Yeah, no, it's not spam. It's like cubed pieces of fish that are kind of marinated. Okay. Um, and then there's avocado in there, and uh, it's like a salad. It's like a big salad bowl. And sometimes is it a specific rice. fish? Is it like mahi mahi or? It can be. Okay. It can be. They're good if you sure. like seafood. They're health. It's a healthy dish. All it's right. very popular. There was one that just opened up. I drove past last night on Peachtree up in Buckhead, Poke House or something. I am noticing that these dishes aren't as bad for you as I thought they would be. Yeah. I, I thought it would be more like you know triple cheeseburger. Like me and Longoria ordered yeah. what we ordered yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So that was the fifth most popular. Here's one that blows my mind. Not only that someone would order it, but this is a popular thing. In 2018, fourth most popular dish ordered according to Grubhub, avocado toast. Uh, that's 
Somebody put on Twitter the other day, they paid like $25 or $20 for the delivery oh, of oh like gosh. a $10 or $7 avocado and toast. Again, like, these are what? people that have been doing green things earlier and wanted more green <laughs> things later. This is, avoc- I mean, I don't understand the rise in popularity of avocado toast. It's millennials, man. I don't understand that. I'm, I love toast. I'm okay with avocados. But why are that? why is that combo now a thing? Why are you ordering it and paying yeah. for it? Like, like you have bread. Yeah, crack open an avocado, or put butter on toast like Cost a normal you 89 person. Eighty-nine cents to do that on your own. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get the the fad of that, and I don't get why people are getting that delivered to your house. Well, you I'm think this you. is all stoners, Deb? Is what you're saying? Uh, some of them, I think so. Yeah. All right. So that I was. I don't the, think the avocado and toast. Yeah. I, I think oh, that's millennials. <laughs> oh, okay. Possibly. All right. That that's that was that. number four. When we come back from the break, I'll tell you the top three most popular dishes ordered this summer for food delivery, according to Grubhub. Uh, and your calls 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. Anyone want to stick up for avocado toast? I'll, I'll get you on first because I just don't get it. Throwback Thursday, listening to Leonard Skinner on the Mark Aram Show. All right, back to this mind-blowing list provided by our friends at Grubhub. Summer, most popular summer foods ordered on the Grubhub app in the United States. Not just Atlanta. Let me clarify. So these are bananas all over the country that are ordering these things. Uh, Number four was avocado toast. Number three, this is interesting to me, and I don't mind this. I just find it interesting that's the third most popular, chicken sliders. Really? Yeah. Not a chicken sandwich, but chicken Chicken sliders. Chicken sliders. Which, this is what I'm thinking. So if you go to, like, Crystal, mm-hmm. and you get the Crystal Chick, that's, that's I think, where most of these people are. That's a chicken oh, okay. slider. Because if you're getting sliders, normally they're burgers, right? Yes. You get yeah. burger sliders. Yeah. But, uh, so I, I thought that was interesting. All right. That's a solid order. Yeah. I just was surprised it was number three. Number two, I think this is, this is, this can encompass a lot of things, but I think it's number two. Number two is stir fry. So basically, that encompasses most Chinese dishes. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, anything yeah. Chinese. Right, right. Do you still order Chinese right. from the Chinese restaurant directly, or do you use the the food delivery app? Um, no, I, I go through the Chinese place. You go directly. through, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and just go pick it up. Oh, you don't even get it delivered. Yeah, the one by our house, um, we got sick from, so we don't yeah. get it delivered. Anymore. So like three years ago, your only options for food delivery were basically Chinese yeah. and pizza. Yeah, and now. You can get crappy Man. avocado toast if you Apparently. want. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Number one, this is this makes sense. Boneless wings, number oh, yeah. one yeah, uh, sure. order. I'm surprised. Bo- boneless wings, I think, are now. No, they're just adult chicken nuggets. They're they're more popular than regular wings. Wings, <laughs> adult yeah. chicken nuggets. Well, that's all they are. Yeah. Can we stop calling them wings? It's just chicken nuggets for adults. But then there's sauce and. Still chicken nuggets, man. For adults. All right. You st- you clutched that. I like that, Chuck. Uh, <laughs> Kim's in Lilburn. Kim joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Kim. Hey, Mark. Are you defending avocado toast? Uh, no, I agree with you on that. Okay. No, I was just calling about the comments you guys made about the like the chips and guacamole. Yes. I think what that is, like today at lunch, we actually did this. One person ordered quesadilla, one person ordered uh, uh, burrito, and another person ordered tacos. But all three of us got chips and guac. So, so that, was your, that was your that was your meal. That was your meal was chips and guac. 
no, no. We each had, like I say, one was a burrito, one was a, a taco, and one was a quesadilla. But then all three of us got chips and guac. So it was three orders, which is why I think that's number seven on the list. That's so, why it's so Like hot. an add-on. An add-on. So everyone gets exactly, the... Uh, yeah. See, I don't. I get the chips that come with the burrito, but if I'm getting an add-on, I go. Uh, I default to queso. I love cheese dip. Your people did well on that Longoria queso. Fantastic, <laughs> okay. fantastic. All right, we'll come back. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB Talk. Throwback Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. Cooper, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 837, 20 free, free, 23 in front of nine, a sleepy Mark Aram, closing out this Thursday edition of the Mark Aram Show. John Heffron, comedian, in studio tomorrow, and we'll play that interview with uh, the guy from Revenge of the Nerds, the Carradine kid, Robert Carradine. Yes. That's tomorrow night on the show, and some other fun stuff, some surprises, surprises tomorrow night on the show. Um, a big surprise has been the outpouring of support and money from... Uh, WSB listeners for the Wenzel family. We heard from Jerry last night, the dad, uh, the tragic story about uh, his wife being pushed in front of a MARTA train and his daughter jumping down to save uh, her life. The daughter, uh, I believe, still in a coma at Grady Hospital. Uh, the website, the GoFundMe page, is now up over $61,000. Great job by WSB listeners to reach out and show our love and support to the Wenzels. Jerry will be in town on Friday. Uh, his hotel has been taken care of for two weeks. And uh, we wish nothing but the best. The link to the GoFundMe page is up on Twitter and Instagram. Or Twitter, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook on mine and on WSBRadio.com. Speaking of Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so last night we tried to convince Deb Green to do a somersault in the studio. Because I, I, I knew the name somersault, but I didn't know what it was. And she wouldn't do it because the floor, and she, rightly so, the floor in here is disgusting. The, the doctrinaires are gross. Gross. Um, they're nice guys, but they... Yeah, but they're gross. Excuse me, I had to sneeze because um, it's dirty in here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, but Deb provided a video of her doing a somersault, a cartwheel, and splits. Oh, wow. And I posted that on uh, Twitter at Mark Aram, Instagram Mark Aram, and Facebook Mark Aram WS if you want to check that out. On uh, a nice clean floor. Nice clean. Is that your house? Yes. Your house. I went to some random house. <laughs> <laughs> just walked in. I got broke there. in. I got to do the somersault real quick. Here's half a chicken burrito yeah. if I can do a somersault <laughs> in your house. Telling you it works. Um, so there you go. If you want to check it out, and uh, it's, it's a great video. So do check that out. All right, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. We do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapping bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese. And I aim to please any day of the week, whether it's Tuesday or Thursday or somewhere in between. Every day, Johnny Kilbasa is at the ready for the Fast Food Review, making sure that North Georgia orders properly when you hit that drive-thru. Do you do those uh, food delivery services, Johnny? Uh, every once in a while, and it's usually at about 
you know, 2.15 to 3.15 a.m. where I can take whatever I can get. I've had pizza delivered across town in the middle of the night before, and it's, as I like to say, it's BTN, you know, it's better than nothing. Yeah, it it has been a game changer because, you know, as recently as three years ago, the only things you can get delivered to your house were Chinese food or pizza. That was it. And now you literally can get anything delivered to your house, which is which is quite remarkable. It, it, it was a it was a unknown positive thing that happened as soon as Uber and everybody else came on the scene. Now you can pretty much get anything delivered with the tap 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 of your phone. Yeah, tap tap tap. Um, what's on the menu tonight, my pal? Breaking news tonight, oh, Mark Arab. Longo hit it. Where is Hector? Mark Aram, as we know, it's county fair season all around Georgia and all around America. And if you can't get out to your local county fair to get some fresh, deep-fried food, I'd like to tell you that Sonic Drive-In today only, Thursday, August 23rd, is offering 50-cent corn dogs for everybody in the metro. All you got to do is get out. There's still time before the Sonics close. Get out there and get your... 50 cent corn dog so whether you're on moreland avenue or whether you're on jimmy carter boulevard or whether you're on flat shoals parkway anywhere you want to go Baird parkway. while they're still open 50 cent corn dogs mark Baird parkway i think is uh is the, the sonic that i frequent most um that's not a bad deal at all 50 cent corn dogs and it doesn't matter if they're half good because you can get Ten of them for five bucks and eat as many as you can and throw the other half out the window. Very blessed. I know we've discussed this in earlier renditions of the Fast Food Review. What is your preferred condiment of choice on a corn dog, Johnny Kibasa? I like to take ketchup and mustard and mix them. One dunk in each. One fast Interesting. dunk in the, in the mustard, one dunk in the ketchup, and then go for it. I never considered that a uh, double mixture. I'm, I'm a purist. I'll either go naked, give me the naked corn dog, or... I'll dip them in mustard. I can't. I still can't put ketchup on any sort of hot dog. So I'll either have them plain or with mustard. Chuck, what's the go-to condiment in uh, in Montana when it comes to a corn dog? Spicy mustard. Do they have county fairs in Montana? Yeah, that's all they have. But there's like not many people. <laughs> well, that, that's. Are you kidding me? People save up all year to go to the fair. So like, so I how we far? Call them fair folk. We they can't vacation. They just can folk. go to the fair. We call them fair. I'm not kidding. It's so a thing. where fair was the folk. the biggest fair near your hometown? In Billings. Montana. So you had to go always. Ah, forty-five miles. Wow. Yeah. See, where I grew up, there was fairs, and I, I want to get up there. And, and so I grew up in this town called Torrington, which was like the metro metropolis of the northwestern Connecticut, which means nothing. Go foxes. Yes. Go. Go. <laughs> no, that's that was Marist. Go Red Raiders. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go Red oh, Raiders. Sorry, Red Raiders. But yeah. we had these little towns all around that would have fairs: Goshen Fair, the Harwinton Fair, the uh, Riverton Fair. So within ten miles, there was like four fairs a year. You oh do, Lord, no! The fair folk, you're yeah, exactly. Right. But they're not big though. I mean, I'm sure the one in Billings was pretty big. Yeah, these these are all. I mean, the, the major cities get a fair. Yeah, and then they're they're pretty large because people drive from an hour away. To Did get they have like in Connecticut? They had. Um, like livestock competitions, oh, yeah. and yeah, that's, that's baking competitions. Yes. you can bring your vegetables. Vegetables, in and biggest get it. zucchini, oh, yeah. all that, all stuff. that stuff. Very four yeah. H, like yeah, you know, exactly. Come judge my sheep and goat, <laughs> exactly. That kind of stuff. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so look, we have a common ground there. Yeah, common. Yeah. They have that in, uh, in Tejas. Yeah, yeah no, in Texas, all those they things. do. They do, of course. Deb, fairs. Oh yeah, I'm in yeah. farming country, of course. I love uh, the Lorraine County Fair in uh, in Lorraine County, Ohio, is the the top notch fair. If you're gonna go to one, they have one big one in New England called the Big E, where it's uh, I think it's in Springfield, Massachusetts, 
And it's everybody from Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. They all converge. That's the big mother, the big E it's called. And that's like, you know, eight miles of, of fair stuff. Yeah, Texas has one in Dallas, the state fair. It's the state a big, fair. Big yeah, state that's fair. it. But yeah. the states in England are so small, they can't really have a state fair. Right. They have to get together. The big E. Um, all right, so I, Chuck, I didn't, I didn't hear your answer. What are you uh, putting on a question? corn dog? Huh? Oh, spicy mustard. Spicy mustard. Longo? Yeah. Mustard. Queso? <laughs> no, jalapenos. Jalapenos and guacamole. I'll put queso on it if they give it to me. You're not eating a corn dog. You're not eating. Jesus. I know. I don't know. How all right, so I've got some breaking fast food news, Johnny, if you don't mind if I pop this on you. Not at all, Mark Arab. Where is Hector? So last night I'm hungry when I leave the show and I stop at Chick-fil-A. And I, I'm hungry, but not too hungry. I don't want a full meal. I just get a chicken sandwich and I wanted a, a beverage. And they had something called the white peach sweet tea. Holy cow. This mm. was, I mean, granted, I'm a Yankee. My, my sweet tea recommendation probably doesn't mean much to you, but it was so good. It, it was tasted like they just squeezed the fresh peach right into it. Oh, my God. It was, um, I got the small. I was so mad. I didn't get the large. It was really <laughs> good. White peach tea at Chick-fil-A, Johnny K. How many different kinds of peaches are there? Yeah, are there dark peaches or something? Why would they have Regular to call it a white and... peach? I didn't. I didn't. We'll figure that out next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all just staring at each other. I have no, like, idea. I have no idea. I think that's a thing. A white peach. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. I just... Do you remember that scene One with in uh... red on the inside? <laughs> How do I know what they look like on the inside? <laughs> did you Did you see the movie Best in Show? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's the best. When the guy's driving down, he's naming all the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to start. That's why I paused there. I was about to start naming all the peaches, like Harlan Pepper does. Oh. Macadamia nut, all white pistachio nut, red pistachio nut, like pine gum, nut, Bubba Gump. Uh, ha- Harlan Pepper, stop naming nuts. <laughs> I love that scene. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many peaches there are along for you. I have no idea. Well, you Fair asked enough. me that, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good enough. <laughs> all right. Uh, Johnny K, we appreciate you as always, and. If the cholesterol is high, baby, a fair is a veritable smorgasbord, orchestrated. Da, da, da. So am I. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, listen to my podcast on iTunes, or johnnycobalto.com. Is that from Charlotte's Web? You betcha. Nice. Good job, Johnny. Uh, all things. Best uh, fair movie ever. Yeah, very good fair movie. Good, Great movie altogether. Great yeah. movie altogether. Charlotte's Web. I got to rewatch that. Saw it every year from second grade to sixth grade. Have your daughter seen that yet, Chuck? I mean, Longoria? No. No. Have you seen it? Yeah. All right. Deb? Probably when I was a kid. All right. Fair enough. Um, all things Kilbasa related on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, brah. And Deb, All right. There you go. 50 cent corn dogs. 50 cent corn dogs, Mike and Swanee. Are you at Sonic right now ordering the corn dogs? No. I, was gonna say, I forget the name of the company, but they used to deliver almost anything from any restaurant you wanted to a long time ago. Oh, no kidding. So that was around years ago. Yeah, I think so. I forget the name of the company now. What do you What do you normally order delivered to your uh, pad in Swanee? Yeah, I don't order anything. No, we get pizza for parties sometimes. Yeah, that's a pizza party. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I order a lot of stuff. Not avocado toast. I think I order Italian the most. If you looked at the top ten items Mark Aram orders most on uh, food delivery, I think chicken parm is number one. 
That's my go-to thing. I would like to see a pie chart of the things that you ordered in yeah. your house. I bet there's a. I bet I can pull up Uber Eats and have it has a history and order history there. You want to see my order history? Sure. Or listen to it. All right, let's see. Uh, Uber Eats. Do, 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 do. Give me some music, Longoria. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good. Uh, let's see. Past orders. Um, all right, August nineteenth. Spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, right. That was for Maya. Uh, veggie lasagna for me. Side Caesar salad. Uh, also on August 19th, this is a busy delivery day. Goldberg's. Uh, <laughs> I think most of your days are busy delivery days. Chicken noodle soup. Uh, Lox and a soup. bagel. You order soup? Chicken noodle. Uh, it was uh, matzo ball soup. It was very good. And a three-scoop salad platter. The day before, I ordered a tuna salad sandwich and disco fries from the Landmark Diner. The day before that, I, I ordered boneless fried chicken and Toll House Pie from Lassiter's Tavern. Toll House Pie is really good. A couple days before that, um, again, this is me and Maya. We ordered from Nukes on Howell Mill. Uh, barbecue pizza, no bacon. Lab and cra- uh, lobster and crab bisque. Loaded potato soup. Turkey and avocado sandwich and mac and cheese. Nukes is good. Uh, earlier that week, I ordered 24 Crystal Sunrisers for the newsroom. Before you could, you, all you did was eat out. Yeah. Did, you know, before you had money to constantly eat out yeah. three meals a day. What did you do? I still ate out. Really? Yeah. You just figured it out. I mean, I do go grocery shopping. For what? But on the weekends, I cook and, and do stuff. And This is news to us. And breakfast. I'll make breakfast and bring them in. On the 12th, I order chicken parm and a salad from Pasta Vino. Egg Foo Young. Right. There's a lot of Italian food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, I got a prize to give away, Debbie, yay? All right, we'll do that when we come back. Uh, Throwback Thursday, Leonard Skinner on the Mark Aram Show. We have plum run out of time on a Thursday eve. Uh, Don't forget WSBRadio.com for the GoFundMe page. I've got some tickets to give away. Two four-pack of tickets right now, Chuck. Uh, the uh, first whatever callers you pick at uh, 404-741-0750, 404-741-0750. We have two four-pack of tickets to Georgia Aquarium's Sips Under the Sea tailgate party. It's tomorrow night at the Aquarium from 7 to 10 p.m. You must be 21 or older. That's a great event, by the way, the Sips Under the Sea. So we have two four-packs to give away. Got to be 21 and over, and the tickets are for tomorrow night from 7 to 10 p.m., at the Georgia Aquarium, 404-741-0750. That is the number to uh, call and win the prize pack. Let's do uh, Star of the Show. Yeah, why not? And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? My buddy EJ joined us from Hawaii in the middle of his three-week vacation in front of a hurricane, but he's not even listening anymore. Um, any objections to give it to Alex Williams? I thought he did well. Little guy no, did well. he did good. Dad made a video of uh, her in yoga pants, but Alex Williams yoga is pants. also wearing yoga pants. So we'll give it to we'll give it to Alex Williams <laughs> for star of the show tomorrow night. Comedian John Heffron, uh, Robert Carradine, and and I promise many more fun surprises on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. 
Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.